everyone! Welcome to episode 14 of Knits and Stuff. Today is Friday, August 8th. My name is Alicia, um, and I will be talking about events and alongs, finished objects, finished-ish objects, um, works in progress, pretty things, local delights, and wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um, first, welcome to those of you that are new, and for returning watchers, thanks for coming back. Um, if you haven't already, there is a group on Ravelry you can join. It's called the Knits and Stuff Podcast, um, and I'll put a link in the show notes, which can be found at knitsandstuff.wordpress.com. So let's get started. Um, events and alongs, there is nothing right now that I am currently participating in. Um, but there are a couple of events that just ended, which I totally failed at. Um, <laughs> there was Tour de Fleece, and I think my very rough goal was to spin, um, a fleece, or part of a fleece, that I bought from Monterey Wool Auction last year, and I only spun, like, half of the time during the tour, and then... Um, I didn't, I only got, actually I didn't even count my yardage, but I only was able to ply, um, one set. So, I had three two-ounce ply singles, and then, so I was only able to make six ounces, and then I finished another set of maybe about five ounces, four and a half, after the tour. But the tour, um, was right or Comic-Con was right in the middle of the tour and I spent a lot of time the week before Comic-Con prepping for it doing some last minute sewing um, there I made a skirt and um, altered a jacket to make two different costumes um, which I'll probably have a picture at the end of the costumes or at least the one of them I don't know the other one was kind of I didn't have a good picture of the other one, so, um, anyway, <laughs> the other event that just finished yesterday was, um, Stash Dash, and I didn't come anywhere near knitting or using, making 5,000 meters of yarn. I think my last count was a little over a thousand yards, um, so not even, <laughs> not even in meters. Um, but yeah, so I failed at those, and I blame, I blame Comic-Con. I spent too much time sewing after work, and <sighs> it's all Comic-Con's fault, <laughs> but it was worth it. So, um, those are events right now, and I guess upcoming, um, I may be going to the Monterey Wool Auction in September, um, on Labor Day, but I haven't decided yet. We might also be camping that weekend, so... Not sure, um, and I don't think there's any other knit-alongs that I'm doing right now, but I need to look for some, because I think there were a couple that other podcasters might have mentioned that I need to look into, but that's events and alongs, um, so finished-ish objects, um, I finished a skein of the Cordell fleece that I bought, um, that I just mentioned, and um, I haven't counted the yardage yet, and I haven't washed it yet, and it's solid black, so it's really hard to see. Um, but I guess the light is okay in here, where you can kind of see. 
Um, yeah, so this, I think it's probably a worsted weight um, yarn. So, um, hopefully, um, I'll be able to make a nice warm sweater out of it. Um, I haven't knit with it yet, or haven't tried it out to see what, um, it knits up like, but, yeah, this is just right after applying, and I have another skein that I just, um, wound, or that I just plied, oh, this is a three-ply also, um, and there's another, um, three-ply sitting on the wheel that I just finished plying today, so... Um, I think I'll let that rest and then wind it up into a skein and then I can, um, or into a hank and then I can wash both of them together and, um, yeah, and then see what it knits up like. Um, so that's a finished-ish object. And then I also have, um, those kaleidoscope microbats that I... Um, that I was working on on my drop spindle. Um, they're from the Unwind Yarn Company. This was one finished one. And then um, I just finished the other color that that set came with. Um, and so I think, as you can see, there is significantly more of... Let me um, focus. Oh my. <laughs> There's significantly more of this one than there is of this one. So, um... I don't know. I was going to apply them together, and I think I might just see what they look like applied together, um, or start applying them together and see what they look like, and then if I don't like it, I'll stop, <laughs> and, um, and if I do, then I don't know. But I might apply it with something else, like some contrasting color, if it doesn't work out. But, so, that's finished-ish. <laughs> um, I have no real finished objects, so, um... That's close enough. <laughs> um, so, works in progress. Um, I am still working on the Vanilla Sock by um, Jasmine from the Nimmore Girls. And um, because of all the waiting in line at Comic-Con, I had a lot of time to knit, um, to knit in on the socks that I had. Although, I don't know... I knit on this one a little bit, but then I had to stop because I hit the end of the heel flap and, um, and I didn't want to keep going in case I got confused. <laughs> so, um, this is the second sock, and as you can see, I have the heel flap done. I just finished doing, um, I guess, would these be gusset decreases as well? I, I'm not sure. I think so, because <laughs> it's at the bottom of the foot, um, but the decreases are on the sides of it. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm just, have the 30, 60 stitches around, and I'm working until I reach, um, the part where I need to start decreasing for the toe. So, oh, and this is in, um, Intrepid Otter, um, stripes in the colorway, uh, Garden Walk. And, yeah, so that's works in progress number one. Um, and then I have another sock that I'm working on that you guys have seen. Um, and this is the Nice Ribbed Sock by Glenna C. If I can pull it out without dropping everything. 
<laughs> and I've been working on this one a lot. So I think I think the last time you saw this, I was probably somewhere up here, um, somewhere in the top section. But um, I worked on this a lot at the airport, and then um, at Comic Con, and then um, our flight was delayed by like an hour. And then they ended up canceling it, and then we hopped on another flight, which would have left around the same time as our delayed flight. So, yeah, I had a lot of time at the airport. <laughs> but, um, so I worked on this a lot, and I am now, um, I don't know, halfway to the toe before I start doing the toe decreases. So, and I love the colors on this one, because um, I have one sock done, and the colors are okay. <laughs> but this one, it's the blue. The bl I really like that blue. And that pink is nice too. So, um, anyway. <laughs> oh, and the colorway is, um, or the yarn is Noro Tayo Sock. And the colorway is uh, 35S, I think? 40, 45S. I thought it was 35. I don't trust my notes anymore. Oh, it's 45. S45? It's all different <laughs> so um yeah that's and this is also 60 stitches around um and I did the fish lips kiss heel um which you can kind of see which I really like um I think I'm if I didn't do it on these but I think I will be able to do this heel on um my next sock and then I will use um the, the other end of the yarn ball so I don't interrupt the color progression on the front. Um, as you can see, this one's not as clear, but um, the pink on this one blends really nicely into the next color, but then when, um, because I was knitting back and forth on the heel, but then on the front side you can see this just straight line that where the color change was. So I want to prevent that next time. This one's nice because it's it stayed pretty blue while I was knitting back and forth. So it's not as noticeable but anyway that is um, a sock oh and I'm knitting both of these socks on US ones um, these are my signature double points and um, the other ones are on high highs so US ones 2.25 millimeters and yeah so that's that oh and also this is a Silver Shed project bag, and this is a Needle Runs Through It project bag. And my third works in progress is, I have the same stuff every every week. I promise I'm going to cast on something new soon. I just didn't want to do it during Stash Dash because I felt like I should be finishing stuff. But then I didn't end up finishing stuff anyway, so it didn't matter. <laughs> Um, but I worked a little bit on the um, Twigs and Willows cardigan by Alana Dacos, and this is in Madeline Tosh DK in the colorway Night Bloom, and um, knitting it on US 7s, 4.5 millimeters, and this is the first of two sleeves, um, and I have finally passed the ribbing section, and I am in the stockinette section for a good hundred rows or so. <laughs> so, um, still trekking away on this. I was hoping to get this one done for Stash Dash, because it would be quite a lot of yardage to count. Um, but I did not finish it. <laughs> so, yeah. And that is in a bag that my friend made me.
Um, yeah, so that is all of my works in progress. I need to start new spinning soon because, and I bought some stuff which I will jump to in the next segment, but I want to start spinning it and then I was like I should wait until I do the podcast so I can show it off first. I also need to take pictures of it, but um, anyway, yeah, so I will start spinning soon, so next episode I should have some more spinning works in progress. I need to take a break from the, um, the black Cordell because it's just all black and it's very repetitive. <laughs> There's no exciting colors, um, unlike the the kaleidoscope ones. It's just it's just black. It's, I I can't really spin at night that well because the lighting's not the best or it's not bright enough downstairs. So um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's all my works in progress. So pretty things. Um, I may have caught a couple shop updates and got really excited and bought some stuff. So first, I will, pardon the reach, <laughs> I will try not to make too much noise. Um, I should have taken these out. So I um, was looking at Pigeon Roof Studios and I got, I, it's Instagram, that's what it is. I, I keep like trying to keep, um, keep up to date on my Instagram feed and see what everyone's posting and I started following all these yarn companies because I was like oh I buy from these guys I should follow them on Instagram so I could see like what they're working on and what they're selling etc etc and so I started seeing all um, the pictures from Pigeon Roof Studios of her new um, braids that she had dyed up and I was like oh that's pretty oh that one's pretty oh that one's pretty so um and then I was like I'm just gonna buy a bunch so um I went to I got these from her Etsy because she I discovered that she sells um on her website and also on Etsy so and they're different um colors so be sure to check both if you're looking and you see something you like um but Anyway, uh, so I got three braids. They're all 85% um, merino and 15% nylon. Um, a superwash merino. So I think I'm going to try and spin all of them to make socks. Um, and they're all four ounces. I should just show them. <laughs> I don't know what I'm waiting for. So this is the first one. Um, and that is... I don't, I can't tell how focused I am. I can't see. <laughs> um, so this is the first one I got. And it's um, Colorway Digger. And it's very pretty. Oh, there you go. There's no reflection that way. Um, I think that's focused. That looks like it's focused. This is why I need autofocus. Um, and this is the second one. It's called Jadeite. And... And then the third one is called All That Jazz. And there's lots of blues in the, that one too. So that's what I got from Pigeon Roof Studios. And then um, I caught a mustache yarn update, which is really exciting. And um, she shipped it so fast. Uh, so Stacy from the Mustache Yarn Podcast, which I watch, um, 
she started dyeing her own yarn and it's been really really popular <laughs> and so um, I decided I needed to try and catch an update so I caught the most recent one and she had um, a couple of Sesame Street um, themed inspired uh, colors so I got a skein of one of those but I also wanted to show how cute her packaging is uh, it's got the little twine and then she has a little stitch marker um, that she attached to so that's really cute and then I will need to unwrap this I'm gonna pause it to unwrap so it doesn't make so much noise so okay unwrapped <laughs> this is the um, her perfect sock base and she said she had two um, two different dye lots of the sesame one is um, I guess the dye took up differently in one lot than the other one. So I got lot A, and um, I think lot A is a little bit lighter than, or not as bright as lot B. So, um, yeah, but this is, it's, I think, a 17 stripe repeat, and um, it's supposed to have all the colors of the different um, Sesame Street characters. And, um, yeah, so these will be socks, and I think... I want to make them um, like knee high or as high as they can go. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. Oh, it says on the, of course it says right here what lot it is. <laughs> so this is lot A in Colorway Sesame. And her imperfect sock base is 80% um, superwash merino and 20% nylon. So yeah, I'm excited. I wanted to start knitting these too, but then I was like, I should show, I should show these on, um, on the pie cup podcast first because I also bought another pair of knitting needles in US ones 2.25 millimeters <laughs> so I could cast on more socks at once because <laughs> I noticed that I would like hit the heel in a sock and then I would have to um, work on another one while I'm like when I'm out for my personal name because I wouldn't be able to concentrate on trying to do the math and everything for the heel. It's just not knitting around. It's not as easy. So having two socks on the needles is nice because then you can put down one and then pick up the other one. But then when I brought my knitting to San Diego, I like hit the heel on both of them. And then I was like, I really should have had a third sock that I cast on, but I only had two sets of needles in ones. So now I have three, so now I can make three um, socks at one time. So that's that. One more thing <laughs> for pretty things. Um, I went to um, Pearlescence in Santa Clara. I think it's considered in Santa Clara. Yeah, near San Jose-ish. Um, and I wanted to stop by their yarn store because I'd never been, but I did. I have been to their booths at um, Stitches West but never to their actual store. So I went to the yarn store and I was thinking I would probably get fiber and knitting needles, which I did. <laughs> so they had, um, Frabju, I don't know how to pronounce this. I should have looked that up before I started. It's this, <laughs> um, and it's three feet of sheep. Have I been out of focus this whole time when I'm sitting like this? Probably. Anyway, um, it's three feet of sheep, and it is three, well, it's three feet of sheep. <laughs> it's 
<laughs> it's three feet of um, merino wool top that have been dyed and this is their tourmaline colorway collection um, so I think what I'm gonna do say mm, yeah <laughs> I think what I'm gonna do is um, is it mm, I was thinking I would split them into three and then apply um, two together, okay, split each color into three, and then, um, into three equal sections, and then spin it up, so I end up getting three singles of one color, but then apply two of the singles together, and then apply the third single with the, with a single from the next color, so I get a more gradual gradient, um, that's what I'm thinking that I'm gonna do. I don't know, what do you guys think? <laughs> um, and then at first I was thinking I could just spin it all into one giant single um, and then Navajo apply it, but I think it'll probably become a shawl, so two ply would be fine and that might be easier. And eight ounces in one long single is kind of a lot. And I don't like to break up the yarn if I don't have to. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is pretty things. I really wanted to start, I wanted to start all of this, but I was like, no, I should wait. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is all of the pretty things. So now it's time for local delights. Um, I've already mentioned it a little bit, but, um, Comic-Con is in San Diego. It is not extremely local, <laughs> um, but it is in California. And uh, it happens every year in July, and it is basically a culmination of every pop culture and nerdy and video gamey <laughs> anything you could think of that fits into those different categories. Um, that's there, pretty much. Um, so. Comic-Con was July 24th through the 27th, sounds right, which is why I didn't get any spinning done for Charge of Fleece and why I only got a little bit of knitting done for Stash Dash, <laughs> but um, I went, went there for all four days um, with Will and we dressed up for one, well I dressed up two days and he dressed up one day. Um, Tons of other people dressed up. I didn't actually take that many pictures though this time, mostly because I was in line a lot, and um, I didn't actually walk around the floor as much as I did last year. So they have um, an exhibit hall where there are a bunch of booths and there are small um, shops that sell comics or toys that set up booths. There's giant Marvel and DC and um, Sideshow Collectibles, Hasbro, those they, those guys have huge booths where they have stuff for sale or just stuff on display. Um, and then, oh, there's something else I have to add to the pretty things, and I think it's over there. I will get it in a second. Um, I'll talk about it in this section because it kind of fits in. Um, so there's exhibit hall where you basically buy stuff or get free stuff, <laughs> and then. Um, and then they have, uh, panels where 
I really hope that's not too loud. It's my phone vibrating. Um, where they have panels and um, those will be, um, well, the same, pretty much the same kind of things you would see on the exhibit floor, except the actual people talking about whatever they're talking about. So Marvel had a panel and they talked about um, their movies that they have coming out and um, I didn't go to that because that's the big the big day Saturday Hall H biggest um, the biggest hall or the biggest room in the convention center I think it holds um, 6,500 people about I think a little less than that um, and then the Saturday is when they do all the big like movie panels like Marvel um, I think Legendary Fox WB I think they all had um, or I guess Warner Brothers. I don't know if they go by WB when they talk about movies. Anyway, um, so they have their big panels on Saturday, and everyone lines up for that um, starting like 3 p.m. the day before. And so I didn't want to have anything to do with that, so I didn't go to any of those panels, although it would have been fun to go to the Marvel panel. And, and, um, I think it was Warner Brothers who, yeah, who had their panel in the morning on Saturday and they talked about The Hobbit and Stephen Colbert hosted that panel and he was in costume because he was one of the Lake Town extra spies. I guess it's not an extra. He was one of the spies. So he was dressed up in costume and he got to talk to the panel. And that was exciting. I would have liked to see that, but that's okay. I watched it online later. <laughs> um, anyway, so I went to, um, the... Game of Thrones panel the day before in Hall H, which I did camp out for, but I only had to get there at like 9.30 and not um, 3 p.m. So, yeah. Um, and then, um, what other panels did I go to? I went to the Battlestar Galactica panel on Thursday, and they were talking about um, making a movie, but they didn't actually have anything ready yet. Um, they were kind of asking what we thought we might like to see. So I was hoping there would be a little bit more on that, but I guess they just were talking about it, but don't actually have anything in the works yet. So, um, and then they had the Halo panel, um, for the live action series after the BSG one. So I saved for that one and that one was more interesting. They had a lot more, like they would have already filmed it. So, um, that one looks good and then um i watched what else there john barrowman had a panel um at, on friday i think and john barrowman is um an actor and he's in doctor who which is how i know him um he played captain jack and he was also in the captain jack spinoff <laughs> um torchwood and um, he is really fun to watch i've been wanting to go to one of his panels because um, i've seen videos of him um from panels before and he's just really entertaining so that was really that was probably one of the better panels um of course the game of thrones one was good too um, they had most of the actors, not most of they had a good number, like 10 or so actors, and of course George R. R. Martin was there. Um, yeah, so that's enough about panels, that's most of the ones I went to, I think. Um, and then uh, they have also stuff outside of the convention center. Um, normally the stuff outside is free, but um, Game of Thrones, I guess, Last year they had it open to the public, but this year they only had 
their um, outside Game of Thrones experience um, open to people who are badges. So waited in line for that forever. Um, that opened at 11. We got there at 10.30. We didn't get in until like 3.30 and it closed at 4. Um, but we also went on Sunday, which was like the last day. Um, and they were giving away free t-shirts, so that's probably why everyone was there. <laughs> um, and they, oh, they had this, um, the virtual reality glasses, um, not glasses, but like, thing, um, the Oculus Rift stuff, <laughs> so that was absolutely terrifying. I don't want to do that again, <laughs> but everyone else seemed to really like it, so don't take my word for it. But the Game of Thrones, um version of that, um, we went into the elevator, elevator, the lift, um, that brings everyone up on the wall in, in the north, um, where the Night's Watch is, and so you are in the elevator, it brings you up, and then you get swept off, um, like, I don't know how, it doesn't make any sense, but, um, you, like, start flying forward, like, flying north off of the wall and over, and then you see these fireballs coming at you, and I guess one of them hits you, um, but I had my eyes closed for, like, half the time. <laughs> I don't know why I did it, it was horrible, but, um, everyone else really liked it, so, yeah. Um, and that was, let's see, that's most of what I did at Comic-Con. Um, I did buy a bunch of stuff, not too much a bunch but um, I did get a little kit for a scarf um, from Lord of the Ring from The Hobbit so I'm gonna go grab that and I will be right back okay so this is the kit or at least the box for the kit that I got um, from the Lord of the Rings Hobbit booth um, they were selling these cute little oh, um, these cute little kits um, that were put together. The yarn is from um, the Stansboro, and they have this little description um, from New Zealand to Hollywood, or yeah. And so they're um, they put together um, a little pattern thing for um so Bofur wears a scarf and I'll have to link to a picture or something in the show notes but this is the scarf that he wears and um so there's a pattern it's really it's a really simple pattern um, but it they also have the yarn and they call it Mithril which is kind of cute um, so those are the colors and everything else colors, so, and it was kind of, I don't know, I've never seen, um, yarn at Comic-Con before, so I was really excited. They also had a wrist warmer, um, kit, but those, I think, were kind of, um, a larger size, and probably more for men, so, and it was just one color. I was like, oh, this, is, this one's pretty. So I got this, and I, yeah. I thought I, I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> I should have started this one too, but um, haven't done that yet. So, but that was nice to get. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much it. Con con. I don't know. It's been a little while now. I'm recovered. <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> box is loud. Um, I am pretty much recovered now that it's been a couple weeks. <laughs> so. Um, if, I don't know, 
if you're into that kind of thing, um, Comic-Con is really fun. It's There's tons of people there. They say it's around 130,000 people a day. Is that right? Is that total? It's either total or per day. It might... Yeah. <laughs> um, and so there's lots of lines, there's lots of crowds, but there's also tons of people dressing up, um, tons of things to see, and normally I don't really like crowds or lines, like I'm not a big fan of Disneyland, I know, <laughs> um, but I will wait in line for things at Comic-Con, and, and it will be like over four hours, and that's fine. That's what knitting is for. <laughs> so um, tickets are also really hard to get. Um, but if you're into it and you want to fly out to, Com uh, to San Diego, it's a pretty fun trip. You can make like a whole weekend out of it. Um, and you should do it if you, yeah. Or if you have a convention near you. Um, we used to have WonderCon up here and then LA stole it. Well, Anaheim stole it. <laughs> um, I think there were scheduling issues in San Francisco so they couldn't get the, the center that they used to, um, book. They couldn't get that anymore. So now they're in Anaheim, so we don't have WonderCon anymore. Um, but if you have a local convention, they're a lot of fun to go to, so you should check it out. Or just go down to San Diego for Comic-Con. You don't even need tickets or badges to get in. Well, you need them to get in. You don't need them to watch people or go to some of the outside events. And yeah, it's a good weekend to go down. Although it's an expensive weekend to go down. If you're gonna go down, um, I don't get a hotel, find somewhere else to stay, because <laughs> it's expensive. Um, yeah, so that is Local Delights, um, which would bring us to Wibbly Wobbly, Timey Wormy. Um, Doctor Who, it's August, guys, it's August. Um, Doctor Who starts in, I didn't count how many days, on August 23rd, <laughs> and... Um, it's coming up. It's like three weeks. Two weeks? Three weeks? I can do math. Two weeks. August 23rd. Um, new season starts. I, they were gonna, so they're showing the premiere episode, um, in theaters, but they're not doing it until Monday, and then they're doing some, um, so that's only like some theaters, and then they're doing an even smaller number of theaters, um, as a midnight showing after the episode premieres, so that would be Saturday night. So I wanted to see it in the theaters, but then since it's not a simultaneous screening like it was for the 50th anniversary, don't think we're gonna do that. I think we'll just watch it at home and we'll have some people come over, have our own little Doctor Who party. Um, so I'm excited and um, I haven't been keeping too up too much with the Doctor Who news other than that it's going to be in theaters. And then there was also an interview with um, Peter Capaldi that I read, and he was saying how um, with this doctor, he's not going to be all flirty, flirty with the companion, with Clara. Clara. <laughs> so um, they're going to have a different sort of interaction. Because most, well, all, I guess maybe not Donna, but all of the companions have, you know, had like a flirty relationship. Even, I mean, I guess they kind of had like a flirty relationship, but it was like a different kind of flirty relationship with Donna and the Doctor. Because they were kind of seemed to be like they were around the same age. Whereas Amy and 
Kara and um, Rose and Martha seemed like. I don't know, well those were like, you know, interests, um, especially Rose, obviously. But, so yeah, this time this doctor's gonna be a little bit different, he's older, and um, it'll be interesting to see what their relationship's gonna be like in the new season. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, did you guys watch the trailer? I need to watch it again. Because why not? Because I have, you know, a long time to wait for the new season to start. So, um, yeah, that's exciting. It's coming up, and then maybe we'll talk about the episodes each week, or the two episodes each week, um, and discuss that. So, yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think this one's a little bit longer, huh? Because I spent too much time talking about Comic-Con and how excited I was about stuff that I bought. <laughs> so, um, that's it for today. Um, I, let's see, show notes are knitsandstuff.wordpress.com. Um, I am Eliana Knits on Ravelry. Uh, some of you follow me on Instagram. I'm unperfect529 as well as on Twitter and Pinterest and most other social media. Um, those are the main ones that I'm active on. And yeah, that's, that's it. Okay, I will see you guys in two weeks. Bye!